Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. Uh, we're Last thing we were talking about was just him walleye fishing. Oh. Attempting to walleye fish. And about how walleyes are a real man's fish <laughs> as opposed to largemouth. <laughs> it's just, uh, I can't get one over 20. I'm pretty sure they're made up. Honestly, yeah. like I don't think go to real. Erie. I'm telling you, they're... did I you can't s- get into Canada? Did you no, see? No, it's though? not Canada. That's Ohio. <laughs> yeah, that's Ohio. You can get into Ohio. Yeah, Sandusky. Are you sure? I haven't checked. That's <laughs> there might, there that's might be a ban. There, may, there may be some posters. Yeah. No, yeah. I can verify. I've caught dozens of walleyes over 20 inches this fall. Yeah, yeah. it's been a good fall. You got one over 30 this year. Didn't it was you? not quite. Was it? It was close. It it was hog. Yeah, it uh looked well in the video. I said I it looks like it ate a gerbil, and then somebody <laughs> pointed out like you meant a guinea a pig. Guinea pig. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah. that is what I meant. <laughs> but seriously, it was it was rotund. It was it wasn't quite thirty inches, but it wasn't very far away. Yeah, and um, it was less than an inch from thirty inches. It was as big as round as the biggest one I've ever caught. And yeah. It was thirty two and a quarter. Right. Right. And he was just as big around as that one. Yeah. I'm jealous. And that was out of Erie. If you would have caught you it, caught I would have been jealous. You got yeah. a river walleye that looked yeah. like an Erie walleye. Shad fed. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that thing, the water is super clear. So once he got about 10 feet from the bank and I saw him pop up, I just lost my shit. <laughs> so cold things got interesting. It did. And the water, t- I mean, it fought like, terrible because it's walleye yeah they don't fight but the odd thing is usually when you lift a jig they hit it when it's dropping back down like Mm -hmm. literally 19 times out of 20 and he hit it as i raised it up and um in the back of my mind i felt the bite i set the hook but in the back of my mind i was worried like maybe i snagged a carp or maybe even worse snagged a big walleye because i've done that yeah i snagged a 30 incher two years ago but um i'd take it I'd count it. I'd just take the pictures and just put <laughs> yeah. it back. I'd be yeah, like, I, I can't it. count it. Yeah. Can't do it. But this this thing had the the swim bait clear in the back of its throat. Like the swim bait was completely gone. That's awesome. Yeah. 
That was sweet. All right, so I'm sitting here with Ryan, and well, everybody knows Ryan, the, the flyhead <laughs> assassin. Oh, yes. The cringiest nickname I could think of, so I gave it to him. <laughs> and then Bob White Trash Gilmore, and that leads us into our nickname question. And I prefaced, no, not even going to go there. I'm just going to dive into it. <laughs> Did you give yourself the nickname White Trash, or have you been called White Trash your whole life? I mean, I think it was just kind of a natural thing, I guess. I probably got it from my mom. You know, like with the food stamps and no, the she, so and she I'm gave you the life, <laughs> the white trash life, because you could live a life and not be given the nickname. How'd you get the nickname? I, I'm just, just being facetious. Just rough. <laughs> uh, I guess when I first started fighting, I just got out of prison, and that was kind of all I talked about. Like that was all I did for a long time, and they're just like, dude, this white trash dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just kind of, and it was fun and it caught people's attention, you know? So I just went with it. Like sure. I thought it was a fun and how many fights you fight like MMA fights, probably like 20 over like 20. You fought 20 amateur yeah. professional, whatever uh, amateur. I did two pro fights. I'm one and one. Yeah. And then the pros are just so tough. Well, like, yeah. Now I, I mean, fish. <laughs> I enjoy yeah. fishing. <laughs> well, there for a while you were fighting about every weekend. Yeah. Like you were on a tear. No wonder you're talking about yeah. hurting. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, even if you win, you kind of lose. Like, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. I, I walked right through something when, when you're young, like from 25 to 29. Yeah. I don't really think anything hurt ever. Like, I could have a big swollen eye and be like, sign me up for another one, dude. <laughs> like, you know, let's go. And back then you could. Yeah. Now, now the state's kind of regulated about. Oh, you got a 30-day suspension. You got to... It's like, no, I fought Friday. I'm going to kick yeah, somebody's ass I'm Saturday. pretty good. I'm pre- <laughs> I feel great. Yeah, I yeah. remember every stop sign. Just push my eye back in the so- socket, <laughs> yeah. and we're yeah, good, to go. good to go. I'll just turn my head to the left all the time. You can't get to it. Oh, yeah. And it was for nothing like, uh, in the yeah. beginning. You don't get paid or nothing. No. no, it's never for it's nothing. Ego. It's just No, you got to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Like if you, Nobody who makes bajillions of dollars fighting... Um, went through a period of time where they didn't do it just because they enjoyed it and didn't make shit. Yeah. Like every single person from the bottom to the top at one point in time did it just because they enjoyed it and they weren't making a living off of it. Yeah. yeah. Just to say, screw you, I'm tougher than you. Oh, I That's why I did it. I I don't advertise this very much, but I guess I will on a podcast format. <laughs> but I, there there is a time frame and actually I still do. I still enjoy fighting. Yeah, and go, I'm go yeah. do one. Go do. I'm one. not gonna go do one. Like my time for that. I mean, is you don't have to pick the most. Ja- There's another dude somewhere just like you that thinks the same thing, and you just need to get hooked up with him. That I got uh, where, four days a week. Where there's a gym. will, there's a way. And if I really wanted to make it happen, I uh, I could. I know a guy. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both do. I used to get into a few fights, and that was the nice thing about wrestling. Like you get in a fight at wrestling practice. You beat the hell out of each other, and no one cares. Yeah, you know, in high school yeah. it's a little different, but in college, like, there's fights all the time. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Even in high school, I had a 45 pounder that was good, and I was decent. And at least once a year, we'd fight. Yeah, you know, cutting weight gets to you. Freaking the grind gets to you. Yep. Somebody just rubs you a little wrong yeah. one day, and then yeah. you get a little chippy, and then it just escalates. It. That's the way it is. Oh, Every year. Nope. Oh, my God. I got my Bradley fight out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it when they, uh, my cousin actually called me, and 
he's like, you know, you can just go get in a fight. Like I was mad about something. He's like, I got, I'll hook you up with my buddy, Rick. <laughs> and there, he's like, yeah, you're, you're going to fight over there in that cage. And I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. Like my heart was just so, I was so happy. Yeah. And then they're like, he's a cop. And I'm like, I'm going to beat this dude up in front of the cop. And he's going to shake my hand. Yeah. Like um, shit just went backwards. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. This is great. What's um? Here, here, think about this one, and I've thought about this one a lot, and I ha- can't put my finger on it. But it seems like there is a large percentage of dudes who wrestle or fight and love hunting and fishing more so than other sports. And it might just—it's just my perception. I haven't counted up the numbers, but it seems like there's a pile of dudes that, that wrestle and fight that just love hunting or fishing or both. And you're bringing a lot of the people that you're bringing in that category is Midwestern type people. True. And most of them probably have like a farm ag background or outdoor more than... Affiliation, like being around people in those atmospheres. Yes. Well, and they all get trophies. You get trophies for everything. What's that have to do with the hunting and fishing, though? Well, if I go get a big fish, I get this trophy to put up on my wall. Nobody gives me a freaking trophy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You know what I mean? It's just you you're talking it, about like to mount a fish. You have your trophy is on the wall, yeah. And or then even you a, get even a f- picture in your phone. Like if I'm yeah. sitting with my buddy who also enjoys fishing, like oh you caught that. you caught a 12 inch walleye. Look who what I caught. <laughs> I caught a 14 and a half. It can eat a gerbil. <laughs> like, it was you know, delicious. Yeah, it's just like a 12 inch walleye could probably eat a gerbil. You might have met guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> guinea, pig, guinea pig. There you go. Real story. I once caught. We'll, we'll come back to the the wrestler fighting whatever thing. But I caught a how big was it? It was like a twenty two inch walleye on an 11, 11 12 ish inch creek chub when I was flyhead fishing. <laughs> Never even knew he was on there till I reeled it in. I'm like, my bait's kind of the line's acting funny. Yeah. It keeps slacking up and pulling tight, and then I'm like maybe I should check it. Reeled in to check it, and there was twenty-two inch walleye on there. I've done that too. You were with me. One in the when we went above the spillway in that town south, where we don't fish that side anymore. We go down or upstream at a dam. Yes. Okay, I'm following you. I don't and remember us catching a walleye though. Yeah, that because my I thought I had the best creek chub on because it bounced for hours you have the best walleye we're we're getting ready to to go home and i reel it in there's a eater walleye on it gosh i still don't remember that if you catch a fish and you don't remember it did you really catch it well i caught it and i remember it you did you didn't catch it so in my mind it's not real well it tasted delicious (laughs) (laughs) it tasted pretty freaking real (laughs) it was bleeding out of its gills it'd been on there so long so before I even touched it, it was dead, pretty yeah. much. You don't have to justify keeping a walleye to me. No. I, I say kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I let the bigger ones go, but in the back of my mind, like I have no, if I let a five-pound flathead go, in the back of my mind, I'm like, ah, I should have kept him. He would be He's good. He's delicious. If I left, let a 50-pound flathead go, that thought never enters my mind. I agree. But with walleyes, every single one, if I let them go, I'm like, ah, I should have kept he would have been delicious i think some of it probably factors into it's like we have no natural reproduction of walleyes so the idea of letting the big quotation marks breeders go 
they it's, don't it's breathe. mute point yeah. you know yeah. it doesn't even yeah. matter so i mean the only advantage would be well maybe next trip you could catch him or next year you could catch him but that's literally you know. it yeah you know a 30 inch walleye is the best shot to get into 32 yes that's exactly right and the same principle applies to all fish but um the reproductive aspect does factor in for others where walleye yes it doesn't matter yeah because the genetics of a 50 pound flathead is not common so no well you know. i've been seeing a few i mean they're starting to tag a few more catfish and it's interesting how they'll uh somebody will catch a, a catfish that's they report the tag and it's like caught a 50 pounder it's 15 years old like blue cats is what i'm thinking of where i've seen most of it but caught a 15 pounder <laughs> Or 50 pounder, 15 years old, and then somebody catches it three years later, and it's like 57 yeah. and 18 years old. So yeah. it got to 50 pounds reasonably quick, but it's not going very Net. far, very fast past yeah. that. You know. Well, that's the same in you know any natural being. You know, you you kind of hit your. But you can't limit. you can't compare fish to people. If not every like hundred mammals, you know. Yeah, but look at any other animal. I mean, you're not. They don't grow exponentially they just grow to their their a lot of reptiles do a lot of reptiles just keep growing forever until they they die yep same with fish now as far as continuous growth throughout their life i doubt it and i'm sure i doubt it's the same in um reptiles but yeah fish they just keep growing Hmm. i found out arapaima grow stupid fast they're like the fish version of bamboo Really? Yeah. Are those the ones that launch out? Yeah. The big long ones yeah. that launch. Oh. And uh, I can't remember how. They'll they'll be like five feet in two years or something stupid like that. Wow. You know, don't, I mean, somebody can fact check me. <laughs> it's only four and a half. So yeah. Say, that's a pretty good food source. Like that Well, apparently like they just well, mow stuff down. Well, dude, where they live, there's so much to eat. Spencer yeah. got, he went there this year. Oh, he yeah. went to the oh, Amazon. Yeah. I watched it yeah. for sure. I've seen it. I've seen it for sure. That, that was so much fun to edit yeah. all those videos. Oh, but anyway. It looks sweet. Yeah. Now, those little boats, look, I was panicking watching you. They're today. basically a kayak, I aluminum am, kayak. I know. <laughs> and they're ripping in the rapids and yeah. stuff. I'm sitting there like, he's going to die. This yeah. We're just not going to get another video. <laughs> like, that's going to be, it's just going to be. Be like my wonderful trip, and then just gone forever. Like whatever happened to that thing I watched all the time? It's gone now. I w- I've I've wondered that a few times. Like I've been in yeah. some hairy spots about the last six months. I'm thinking I'm videotaping me being in these hairy spots, and what if I just died? Like what's going to happen to this footage? Is somebody going to edit this video and send you yeah, know send me out? Yeah, let people know. That'd be pretty morbid. Like, I could see Rabo doing it. Like, I, I got you. You'd almost <laughs> have to, wouldn't you? I, I, would, I would like somebody to. I, w- I was going to say, you'd almost have to. I wouldn't want to leave people just hanging. Yeah. You know, just let everybody know that it's the end. And I'd, I'd want somebody to say a nice message. Like, uh, you know, if you keep watching the videos, it would support my wife, who probably needs the support, yeah. and yeah. pay for my funeral, and pay for my cremation, and pay for ryan to throw the whole urn over the <laughs> did we talk about that on podcast where i found the urn yes yeah we did yeah i was fishing yeah. and found an urn that day oh well, we goodness. had a podcast right after you yeah it was it. hours yeah. after so they just yeah. chucked it over I'm, and... I'm, my imagination <laughs> is some know. some grandpa river rat died and got cremated and left it to it's like his grandson had to take care of and throw his ashes and he was like I don't want to touch my grandpa's ashes and just threw the whole urn in the river or something. 
oh, either way, it sucks. Or that's the spot. When the, when the water comes back up, I would fish there. <laughs> oh, I was I was <laughs> fishing. That's how I found yeah. it. And I caught him. Don't worry. I got him. <laughs> Grandpa brought him in. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. It's probably somebody's lab or something. Well, either way, he caught fish. Yeah. But, yeah. I've mentally moved on till I literally forgot about it till this very moment. Yeah. Anyway, we well, back to the, the wrestling fighter thing. Like what's so you said yours you're talking about the trophy thing and I still have no idea. Uh, I don't know, just like bragging rights. Like yeah. I caught a bigger but, fish, I shot the, a bigger buck. But I that got, plays out in every sport. Yeah. You know, you throw for three hundred yards and five touchdowns, you can brag about that, but there's not that many football players who seem to hunt and fish. But if you're gonna sit in a tree stand or mm-hmm. hunt ducks or, you know, chase walleye in the fall when it's twenty degrees which you gotta have a little sucks. grit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, you you gotta be able to put yourself in some awkward situations. Gosh, and, you and your good points, Ryan. And no, <laughs> <laughs> and just know that everything's gonna be all right as long as I keep pushing. And you can make the argument every sport requires a little grit, but the fighting yeah. and wrestling are the grittiest of the sports. Yes. What'd be number three? First one that came to my mind's hockey. Oh yeah, hockey's rough. Yeah. Hockey's yeah. rough. And har- hockey takes a totally different cardio. There's no way that a tough guy could just, you know, a UFC fighter or a wrestler could jump in and play hockey. It's just like when you're in football it's shape. An hour. Well, well, you, you, would, did you play football, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like, yeah, all 132 pounds. Right. Bam. <laughs> Defensive end, baby. Like that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time you told me you played yeah. defensive end, and it was really hard for me not to just start laughing. Yeah. No, I was quick. Well, I'm sure quick you were. Like I'm sure. Tight like a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, oh, man, I totally lost my <laughs> total train of thought. <laughs> what were we talking about before the football thing? The wrestling thing. Well, about how, oh, hockey being gritty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... When you're in football shape. And we're back. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're in football shape, and you think you're just going to roll in from football into wrestling, and it'll be all fine. Yeah. And every year, when I was in high school, I'm like, ah, I'm in shape. It's fine. And every year, it's like the first day of wrestling practice, <laughs> and I just freaking die. Yeah. For yeah. two and a half weeks? That's like my favorite. Oh, I'd like three, three or four days. Really? And then three or four days significantly, and then after, there was like a drop. It was like... Your practices just whoop your ass, then there's a drop, and things kind of mellow out. And maybe it's because I just didn't work hard enough. Maybe I should just push myself <laughs> harder. Yeah, about Christmas, I started feeling ready to dominate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before then, you're... I you don't had, know what you mean. You I can some, imagine. You had some matches, and you're like, eh, you know. I'm going to get through it, and I'm going to get the W, but after Christmas... Because our Christmas break practices were tough. Brutal. Yes. You know? We we went in and work, and there wasn't anybody puking. We didn't quit practice. <laughs> really? <laughs> Old T-Ball had a pretty good show. Did you ever, but, uh, you ever threw up in a wrestling practice? I did, in college. Yeah. Yeah. I never did. And it, and it, Once again, maybe I didn't work hard enough. <laughs> and I don't think it was a complete exhaustion. It was, it was doing some cardio. Like, it was stamina training was it because of the but night I, prior I, no i think i had a bug of some sort no i mean i was exhausted but not to the point of i i thought i was puking 
but and then you puked i puked a lot your yeah. body said you were wrong <laughs> turns out you're done uh, i broke the news to ryan earlier but i'm gonna break it to everybody i bit the bullet pulled the trigger and purchased live scope the live scope yeah be nice my it, it'll be cool for ice fishing i probably won't ice fish very much um it'll be well, cool no. for when cha- do you leave for florida January twelfth. January twelfth. So there'll be like a week. And this is this is time frame. This is the uh, this is the week of Christmas. Yeah. So. What is it? Twenty first. Yes. And this podcast will be out in like March. <laughs> 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 so uh, I probably won't use the rice fishing much, but the wipers will be fun on it. But the one that I want more than anything is to get footage of a flathead emerging from a brush pile to suck down a green sunfish <laughs> in the middle of the day and just to see that giant immense blob protrude. And you're gonna miss him because you're gonna oh, be yeah. watching dude i'm gonna be shaking unfold. like a freaking leaf man i'm gonna be losing my you mind just see this little image in the log i'm like <gasps> waving <laughs> at you <laughs> calm down i can't calm down <laughs> Spencer, turn pull off. is He's just going to turn off. Now, you know what's going to be yeah. the frustrating? It's going to be how many of them come out and don't eat. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I would say one, every time you pull anchor, move, reposition bait, it's like one out of every 13 bait movements, you catch one. Or did I say 13? 30. One out of every 30-ish. I'd have to go back and look. But yeah, that's about where it is. But how many of those 29 where you don't catch a yeah. fish, you know he's there. Absolutely. I don't put a bait down if I don't know there's a flathead there. I mean, I don't know, but, but I will now, and I'm going to know how many right. just snub me. Yeah. Well, there was four. <laughs> there's not going to be four. Zero. Well, there's probably be there four. Be. In some of them, there's probably more than that, but they just don't sit next to each other. Yeah. But Yeah, that's going to be... We'll see. But to get it on footage, even if they snub me, it'll still be sweet. Yeah, it's still going to yeah. look nice. Just to see that blob come out. I don't know. I've, I have a feeling I'm going to learn a lot. And I don't know anyone who's applied live scope for what I'm going to use it for. Sticking it down in the jams. That's going to be cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Or it'll look like shit and we won't figure out anything. As long as you learn something, it doesn't matter if it looks like shit. But I mean, maybe you won't be able to see anything no. at all. Yeah. And that's a possibility too. Because you start on the edges, you hope they come out and they don't always come out. They don't always do anything, but... I'd say it's like 50-50 on the front side versus right in the middle of the stuff. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I just edited a video of me getting absolutely destroyed by a fish in the middle of a jam. <laughs> I, I had to... I, I kind of blocked it out because I got beat up so bad yeah. by this fish. But when I put the bait into the jam, I dropped it down a foot. It hit a log. So I had to like... Move it over. It goes down another two feet. Hits a log. Did the old Christmas tree run? Well, and I had to weave it back and forth. So it's like log forward, log back. So I have it between those. And then there's another log forward, and I wiggle it between that. And there's another log back. Why didn't you just take a sinker and a hook and throw it in the water and move on? (laughs) That's not my style. I ended up getting it to the bottom, and it wasn't. It was less than a minute. That's how it always is. It's like it, you just donked him on the head. And, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> either, well, you rang the dinner bell all the way down. I did. Tonk, tonk, tonk. Well, this fish I hooked up, 
and I was like positioned sideways in my kayak. So the, um, my, my kayak's facing, I'm facing straight forward, the rod's straight out the side, straight down in the jam. Which is not superb. No, no, you <laughs> want to hook the fish with your kayak pointed at him because that's your best point of balance. So I yes. hook this fish, and I'm rocking side to side fighting this thing. And, uh, yeah, he just, I mean, he might not have been that big. He wasn't tiny. Yeah. And he run, run me along one of the... T- 27 logs he had to choose from and <laughs> busted me off. It's good to relive moments like that. Oh, yeah. Just when you're feeling good about yourself, you're like, oh, I have a video that'll fix that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I held on to it with the intention of going back there and, you know, like catching the one that got away. Yeah. And I went back there and didn't get a bite. So I held on to it. There's other fish in the video too, but not of the caliber of the one they got away. Yeah. I just assure myself they're all turtles. This, like, I'm just like. If this was a turtle, I would have liked to have seen this turtle. This would have been like some Jeremy Wade turtle shit. (laughs) Bob, you're quiet. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about your canoe. You're talking about the canoe earlier. I love the canoe. It's a good way for me to get get, all my. Gotta get closer to the microphone. I get a. It's a good way for me to get all my stuff up and down the river. I got oh, yeah. a pretty big fam bam, and we all like to go down there. You know, we all spend a lot of time together on the sandbar. So, you know, it's simple when you can throw everyone into one boat. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still got the kayak, mm-hmm. and my kids. I mean, I'm up up here, so on the river all the time. So we just walk it most of the time, and I just drag my stuff. You know? Sure. Yeah. Better and, than carrying it though. Yeah. 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 And yeah. the last couple of years, you just walk around until you find a hole, and bam. On some fish. That's sweet. So you got a big old uh, aluminum, like 16-foot canoe. Yep, yep. And I got like all And you had a kayak before that, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually bought it from Ryan. We went uh, crappie fishing. Okay. And he had a nice new one, and he's like, that one's for sale. And I think my old lady went and snagged it up for me like a week later or something for Father's Father's Day. Day Nice. Nice. I put a lot of miles on that thing. (laughs) I about got the plastic drug off. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you went from that to canoe. So if you had to compare the canoe experience versus the kayak experience, like what's the positives and negatives of each of them? Well, to be fair, he's got like a narrow sit inside. It was that field. No, I I remember that one. Yeah. 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 But you were just comparing the kayak versus the canoe type deal. Uh, I don't know. I like the kayak or the canoe. Yep. I get clear back in the back of it, and I use the kayak paddle anyways. Sure. So it's, uh, I mean, it gets around good. I've huh? only been in a canoe a handful of times. Like, I'm not. I, yeah, I've never really fished out of one. I've never, I don't I've never fished it. out of one. So, used it like, I, I want to hear, like, that. the difference, you know? Like, what, what makes you prefer the canoe over the kayak? I just all my stuff i can just so throw just it storage down. well and it, we got what, a 16 footer we yeah. haven't talked about that oh, yeah, yeah. I, it might be 17 i need a tag big for bastard it's big it's yeah. giant how do you carry it like how do you haul it around have you, you got a roof? <laughs> no but i mean to the water like do you have a roof rack do you got a trailer oh, the ranger danger no i take a finoodle and you cut the, the floating pool noodle. You just take it and you cut it in half, and, or just cut a slit in it, and it fits right over the sides. Right. And then you just put it on the top of the truck and a ratchet strap in the front and one in the back. Real white trashy. Yeah. Yeah. Trade out the trailer yeah. part. Yeah. You see really me coming. Oh yeah, for sure. Everybody that sees me like he is having fun. Like, yeah, and then you can still right. get the dirt bike in there. Hell you know, yeah! Like, it's just a good weekend. The that reminds me of a story when I uh, moved up here from uh, college i got my my teaching job up here and moved up here from college and i had a shitty chevy cavalier 
and I had a kayak. It was like a 12 foot ocean kayak. And obviously you, you don't have a bed to throw it in Cavalier. It's got a sunroof. Don't have no roof rack, you know? So I just threw... 13-foot Cavalier and a 12-foot Exactly. <laughs> and I wasn't smart enough to tie the front end off to anything on the hood. So I literally just put pool noodles down on top, he-man the kayak on top, and r- ran a single ratchet strap through the, pa- the the back doors and ratcheted it down as hard as I dared. <laughs> and I'd be driving 55 down the interstate or highway pulling wheelies and well it it would be wagging back and forth and it got to the point where i was um it'd be uh southeast to here on one of them four lanes pulled up to a red light and a dude pulls up beside me rolls his window down so i roll my window down he's like you might want to secure that a little tighter there bud (laughs) (laughs) he was behind you sweating i don't mean to tell you your business but But, uh, (laughs) there's a kid that rolls around here He's he works up at the lumberyard. Yep, and he I, he's got a nice flat. He's yeah, it's he for sale. He's yeah. trying to sell it right now. Is he really? Yeah, he he booked a trip with me. He's he's yep. hitting the water down here. I see him at least twice a week fishing. Yep. He's he caught a couple of nice walleyes, yeah, bigger yeah. than twenty inches. Yeah, yeah. He's about get white trashed. <laughs> He's lucky he didn't catch it in front of me. <laughs> All right. Before we have any death threats, we'll move on. <laughs> just the, I wrote down this question, and I just giggled the whole time. If you could only fish with one lure for the rest of your life, what lure are you fishing with? And I already know Ryan's answer. I'm going with a 3.5 key tech with a finesse head. That's so fancy. Dude, I love them. That illustrates your bass fishing background right there <laughs> Dude, i catch a lot of bass with them too you put them on a jig and pig rig with the big skirt and let them just sit down there at the bottom and you're making little... me sick <laughs> they, just, they just eat it they love it my stomach's upset after hearing that white twister tail bam nailed it <laughs> i catch a lot what, of fish what else they would you i mean fish. you can catch any fish that swims on a white twister tail you can't you can't i can't argue that a bit if it's too big, you just cut the front off. You want to go fish for crappie? You cut the front off. Then you got a crappie jig. Yeah. Mine's four inch swim bait of some sort. Yeah. Color. White. Natural. <laughs> no, I like yeah. I like the natural colors because you get the black top, the gray bottom. Yeah. Looks natural. Looks good in clear water. The black top makes a strong outline in dirty water, so you can still get them in dirty water. Even though I'd rather use like a purple or black one in dirty water, but. If I had to only use one, it'd be natural color. And most of the water you fish, shad are the predominant bait anyway. Shiners. Shiners. Shiners and shad. So even the the parts of the river where there's a pile of shad, there's a pile of shiners too. And the natural colored with the black and gray looks a lot like a shiner. So it still catches fish. There's times of year where shad's preferred. There's times of year where shiners are preferred. But they'll always eat a shiner. Yeah. Yeah. I ran the, those KVD square bills for a long time. I actually flipped a kayak on Sailorville with my cousin's husband. And it was white capping, and he's like, let's go. <laughs> well, they filled up. It was these blue dolphin kayaks. Threaten me with a good time. Right. <laughs> they, it started white capping. They filled up with water, and he just, bloop, down he goes. Well, I'm in fight shape. So mine fills up with water and starts flipping over, and I'm like, I'm getting back into this thing. Well, I exhausted myself. 
I nearly drowned. It's not hard to do in water, man. Oh, man. And just that, I was just too overconfident about it. I'm like, I'm getting back in this kayak. Like, I'm not swimming back to shore. I know the feeling. I should have swam. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out. Oh, man. I tore my hamstring my freshman year of college. And, like, all the... Yeah, it sucked. It it absolutely sucked. Now, I was wrestling a dude who was, like, 6'1", 6'2", tall, lanky, 84-pounder. And uh, he had a single... Got my leg up in the air, and then he set it on his shoulder. And I'm flexible, so I'm, like, hand-fighting and shit. And I'm thinking, I'm going to jump, dive for the ankles. As soon as I jump, he, he's got elevates. my... He elevates off of his shoulder. So, so he's now holding, your ankle's at 7-2. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and I went up with it, and then I came down yeah. as it stayed put in tore my hammy but um through the rehab part of it my coach at one point in time my coach goes i was like what do you want me to do and he's like just go swim a mile and i looked at him like mile what else you want me to do (laughs) it's like no that'll be good and he's like smirked a little bit and i get about a third of the mile into the swimming laps in the pool and i'm just freaking (laughs) dying Like I said, it's different cardio, you know, totally different, different muscles. Totally different. It is. I've been. In, I used to train out of Perry all the time, mm-hmm. and they had that uh, that big pool in there, and I spent a lot of time in there, and it just your cardio just through the roof. Sure. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, you're noticing in the middle of round four that you're you're able to do these big sprints, you know, yeah. and you're like, man. <laughs> Where'd this come from? Like, I was swimming with the ladies, and I got swole. Like, yeah. it's bang. Well, you're hitting stuff different than it ever gets hit. Yeah. 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 Big difference. And it's a constant barrier. You know, you got to pull yourself through that water. Sure. Constantly. Yeah. So, so did you make it? You survive out on Sailorville? No. You no, died? I'm fine. <laughs> I was done. And yeah. He, uh, my uh, cousin's husband ended up going to shore. And emptying his kayak out the whole time I'm flipping around in there and came all the way back out to the middle and gets me. And then we get back to goddamn bullheaded. Oh, to go and then I couldn't hardly hold on to his kayak. Like I was yeah. so tired. Like I'm holding the other one and I'm like, he's dragging me back. And we get there and the DNR's there. And they're like, you don't have a life jacket. I'm like, <laughs> you were watching? Like, so I'm immediately just a dick. Yeah. I'm like, you guys were watching the whole yeah. thing. I'm out there dying. You're just sitting here. Can't wait to write him this life jacket ticket. You know yeah. what I mean? That is a good point. Dude, yeah. I yeah. was pretty upset. And then I was froze. I was cold. Yeah. And I'm like, can I sit in your car? Because we were over at uh, a campground across the way. And uh, can I sit in your car until my ride gets here? No, you're all wet. So he gives me one of the little foldy blankets. And then my mother and my wife showed up. And it was great. Like, <laughs> you just left him out. Oh my god, this dude's just sitting there. Like, I think he probably thought about taking my mom to jail for a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I didn't get the ticket. He didn't write me the ticket. Yeah. So I well, that's I, good. I guess I got off lucky. Well, if, if that's the, the ticket you was the least of your worries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got off lucky a lot of times it in that a, thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was a killer day for cardio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did feel good. You felt Great. the burn. Probably, I'm sure I won that fight. Like. <laughs> when you're worried about life or death, that's the best cardio. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, that is an interesting point, though. It's like, how could a guy look you in the eye after you brought up that point that he probably never even considered about it being a potential life or death situation and then have the balls to write you a ticket on top of that when he didn't do anything yeah. to assist? I mean, it probably wouldn't have been life-threatening had I had the life jacket. 
that's irrelevant. Yeah. That's irrelevant. <laughs> that really is irrelevant at yeah. that point in time because yeah, you're an idiot. You didn't. You, you were literally but... minutes away from a search party. Oh yeah, dude. If you the, know? if the kayak towards the end, I just had the little top of the kayak and I was just kind of holding it until mm-hmm. uh, God. What? Now I can't think. Of it. I'm sorry. What is his name? My cousin's <laughs> husband. You don't have I to can't. name his name. No, no. he's he's in, they're states away. He don't matter. <laughs> he knows who he is. He's married. <laughs> he knows his name. <laughs> no, but he felt so bad about the whole thing. He saved me, and then he felt so bad. He bought me. I lost all my tackle. Mm-hmm. So he bought me this uh, thing to Bass Pro, and I think he's more outdoorsy now than he was before. But it's like ninety bucks. And he's like, this should replace everything. And I'm like. Thank you. And again, yeah. really, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's not something you needed to do. I got like eight square bill KVDs, <laughs> and that's what I fished with that whole year. And I swear they were the best bait ever, but that's what I fished with. That's yeah. what I used in the Amazon 90% of the time. The little KVDs? Not the little ones, no, the big ones. But yeah. You ever seen a wire get ripped out of one? No. Me either till I went down there. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like dinosaurs. Like you're like fishing for it. dinosaurs. You're right. You there. nailed yeah. it right there. You're fishing for freaking dinosaurs. Yeah. I did see, though, one of the dudes um, caught a 250-pound air pima on a, what was it? It was a Shadrap number seven. Oh, there you go. It With the original hooks. Really? I don't know how. Like, the hooks look like. What was the max depth down there? The river, like if you went all the way across the river, there were sections where you could walk all the way across and not get your chin wet. Like there'd be rapids and then you'd have like a little side channel and that's what we'd shoot and it'd be like four or five foot deep. And then you'd go up a hundred yards and be 80 feet deep. It was, it was gnarly. I mean, it's what I imagine the Missouri river once was. But you couldn't walk across it, even though it was chin deep because the current was from a water water depth perspective you could walk across but the realistic yeah like you're not you're drowning (laughs) you wouldn't drown like um you could drown you know if you're in water you could drown but um i would feel pretty confident to be able to get across the river and it'd wash you to shore fast enough that it wasn't like a roaring river oh it wasn't no i thought the amazon was very fast um there's more than one river we were on the, uh, and I don't name bodies of water, but I'll name this one. <laughs> if you yeah. want to go hit I'm it. I'm going there yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Essequibo. And there was parts that were roaring, like absolutely mm. roaring. And then there's parts where they would, it, the river would widen out and get deeper and slow down. So and it was river-like. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. very, I mean, very it was a natural river. river. Yeah. You know, you look at the, the Missouri you were to go look at the Missouri, and there's nothing natural about no, the Missouri. it's made for a purpose. You right. know, we, we engineered it. It's amazing. I think the most amazing part of that is how it withstands Mother Nature. It's one of the few things we have made that just withstands Mother Nature. Yeah. The most unstoppable force on the earth, which is water, Yeah, just keeps doing its thing. Going downhill. Yep. The wing dams, they might get blown out. They fill one in, but the majority of them, they got to set up or it just keeps rolling. Even when it's flooding, it keeps rolling. And that's why I'm an electrician, and I always explain to people that don't know about electricity as a river format because it always flows from the source, and it's going to flow downhill. Yeah, to know, ground. Until you have something that stops it, like yep. a switch or a breaker or something like that. Sure. So that's that's what I always imagine as I... As I work on the electricity, that's it. I do it just on a river format. Hits home. 
It does. Yep. But yeah, to stop that flow of current is amazing. They don't stop it. They just like redirect it and it continues being redirected. Yeah. Which is, yeah, mind blowing. It is. Because you look at the banks, you know, how much they change even in our small river year to year. No, if you, if you go there. I don't know. You ever fish them? Well, we fish the Missouri. Yeah. But I don't know how much attention you paid to the dynamics of how it's put together. But everything is lined with rock. You have wing dams, you have L dikes, and you have riprap and revitment banks. So the current is just po- bouncing back and forth. Bouncing back and forth, but it's always bouncing back and forth between stabilized banks with rock. Mm-hmm. So those stabilized banks with rock, that rock stays put and just keeps doing its thing yeah in the but the amazing part to me is when it floods and it still stays put and it does yeah i mean there's some shit that gets blown out but not as much as you'd think yeah all right fun question think about this false. one it's not oh. true or false damn it god you're an idiot i'm probably so. gonna get this one wrong then <laughs> <laughs> well didn't stay. there are no right or wrong answers in this by design i wouldn't want you to feel bad about just yourself. just wait <laughs> would, would you rather fish 100 days a year and die when you're 50 or fish 10 days a year and die when you're 100? I don't want to live to be 100 anyways. Give me, <laughs> give me the fish. I thought that might be the case. Yeah. I, I don't want to be 100. The day I can't what if go... I said, let me, what if I said you're going to live... Um, Can I be 100 and still fish 50 days a year? But... You would be in good <laughs> enough physical enough condition to fish 100 days a year when you die at 100, but you only get to fish 10. Like you, you're, you're, no. you can, uh-uh. do- I couldn't make it. Uh-uh. 10 days a year. 10 days a year. Nah, dude, I got that in a month. Easy. Easy. What There's if it was 50? A year? Yeah. No, that's, that's not, not enough. enough. That's June. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I aim for like three days a week. I've already made my decision. We've already <laughs> it's the same amount of days. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. I I just can't. So you can fish for 100, 100 years, 50 days a year, or 50 years for 100 days a year. It's the same, same amount of days. It doesn't. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's you're in it's those 50 days. days. So. Now, if <laughs> I could question, <laughs> if I could fish June every day in June. And you can pick leave, whatever the ones you want. So that would leave me 20 days to fish throughout the rest of the year. For 11 months. Dude, that's crappy. You don't know shit about walleye. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm learning. I know there's little ones. There's little ones. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> it with my eyes. <laughs> By the hundreds. Oh. No, oh, I, I can't I'll get one. That. I'm going to get one. And I mean, I'm going to get one right here. There's been years that I've... Spend enough time, you'll get oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been years that I've probably only fished 50 days. Like when I was redoing the farm and, and yes. crap like that, or and it hurt. You know, yeah, yeah, and it. it uh, me too. My life I was sucked. Incarcerated. I, I mean, <laughs> my life was horrible because I just wanted to go fish. Right. So I still caught them for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. I get the pictures all the time. <laughs> I guess what I'm here for. What's worse though, not being able to go fishing, or having like this big stretch of free time to go fishing and their fish are off. Like you just, I genuinely don't care that much if I don't catch anything. The only time I care that much if I don't catch anything is if I'm, if somebody's paying me money to take them and catch a fish and we don't catch them, that's when I care. But if I go out there and I blank, it's like you either, you either win or you learn. 
you know, yeah. and yeah. like if I, I either catch them, I guess I learn all the time. You catch them and you learn or you don't catch them and you're like, well, that didn't work at this time, this time of year, this water level, blah, 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 blah. Why? Why? Yeah. And then you try to break it down and figure it out and make sure it doesn't happen again. It stresses me. Yeah. I can't. If I get if I get skunked two trip like that's it. I'm not. I'm calling into work. How do you flathead fish? Like, with a hook? Well, no, no <laughs> shit. I'm talking <laughs> mentally. Like uh, if, if you don't like skunks and you flathead fish, uh, well, I mean it happens. But I'll just throw out a worm. If I go three or four times and don't catch a flathead, don't oh. catch a teener or anything, I'll catch a carp, dude. I'm just getting oh, my spirit. You count so. carp. I'll go catch a bass You're or one something of those guys. like that. Well, they don't count. It's not like I take a picture or anything. It just makes my soul feel better. I'm okay. like, there's, Absolutely. there's stuff alive in here. Okay. like Nothing like a going. normalized invasive species to get my hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they usually don't make it back in the water. I don't like to. There's enough coons around. They like them quite a bit. They're like my buddies now. You ever use them for bait? What, a coon or a carp? <laughs> take it whatever direction you want i've used the carp now now i got something on the bucket list we're gonna have to try a coon now yeah. you want to hear a disgusting story i absolutely okay <laughs> without a doubt Duh. okay <laughs> my buddy I'll be pissed if you don't tell it now my buddy brent who lives in south padre area um he's big in shark fishing and i met him when i was big in shark fishing he's a collector he has like at the time, and who knows how many he has now. I haven't talked to him for years. But um, he had, I think it was eight Penn Senator 60 knots, which is the ones from Jaws. Just huge. Yeah. yeah. Bigger than a coffee can. And they would literally, I think they hold a mile of a 100-pound mono. <laughs> Sixteen hundred yards. Of a hundred catch a good crappie on that. Uh, yeah. Good. Everyone in the planet. <laughs> But um, he was he was a collector, and he was also kind of a shark fishing historian. So if there was any um, antiques or you know just what's the word for it, a relic of relic, yes, yeah. any relics of shark fishing or pictures, he would buy them or trade for them or whatever. And he showed me these pictures of okay, brace yourself. I'm S- pretty thick skinned. It, it it's gonna be all right. Good I'm luck. Nervous. Did they use babies? <laughs> they, they there was pictures of um, puppies with twenty odd J hooks ran through their nose, and dudes would float them out on pieces of styrofoam off of piers alive, and they would get so far out and they'd yank them off the styrofoam, yeah. sink them to the bottom, use them for shark bait. That's pretty hardcore. That's yeah. Puppies? Puppies. Now, uh, now, cats, I can get on board. They had those pictures, too. Well, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a little rough. That, uh, I mean, you know. If I mean, you can't catch bait? You got to take a puppy? <sighs> I'm not. No matter how hard up on bait, I'm not using a puppy or yeah. a kitten. I don't even like cats. Like yeah. I, Because... We're not even going to go down the cat, cat route. Yeah. I don't feel like that's appropriate for I, me. I agree. I mean, it just, you, you got to be able to catch bait. That's part of fishing. Yeah, right. I don't know. You know, you got to do your chores. I'll that's dig through a dumpster <clears throat> and behind the, the charter captain's boat and pull out some Find nasty yeah. tuna heads yeah. 
and use them before I'm ever going to the pound. Yeah, anybody, and puppies. anybody ever takes me fishing and is like, "Here, I got this puppy for bait." We're we're not we're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that puppy! Right so there. now oh. I, now I have a new puppy. <laughs> what kind of happened to you? You got two of them now. Yeah, yeah. I have a new different puppy situation. And a new fishing buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, they were hard to look at. That's they really were hard to look at. Yeah, but still, I'm at. I mean, it depends on. I mean. I don't know what situation, but if you needed to catch a shark to live and there was only puppies, like, okay. You could eat like, a lot of other fish. I'd probably they, eat the puppy if I was hungry. They, like, you know, was, <laughs> like, at least then it dies and we're for sure getting something to eat. Right. You know? there's, there's so many other fish. You're not fishing for sharks to eat. No. You know, like yeah. some yes. people fish for sharks and eat them, but they're not surviving off the shark like yeah. you would be so much better off fishing for a million other different types of fish Absolutely and salt right. before you'd ever target a shark just for the intention of it's so labor intensive it is it is because you're going to catch fish unless you use puppies <laughs> you're going to catch fish that you could definitely eat to use for bait on your way to catching the shark yeah, yeah. so you might as well just eat them yeah, you're just trading up the pyramid. I imagine that shark's hungry. I'd, kind, pro- kind I'd of like eat bluegill, not flathead. Kind of the same. Idea. You don't eat fish. I mean, but I've not, if I was hungry, like, I mean, I try to eat fish. It's just not for me. Like, I try it. Like, I just. Well, this is a great segue. <laughs> if Ryan, since since Bob doesn't get to factor into this discussion because he doesn't eat fish, if you had to rank the top three fish, one through three, for eating. That I've ever had. That you've eaten. You've tried personally. What's your top three? One through three. And I've literally have not put any thought in this. I wrote down the question and and I should have wrote down a list. But bluegill is probably number one. Seriously. Yeah. I love bluegill. Love it. Okay. Just because you flay them out, they're perfect size. You throw them in the grease. Love it. Okay. <clears throat> Blue cat is awesome. Not okay. as not as good as flathead, but. I'd, so why I'd even bringing it up? Because I'd rather eat a blue cat than a flathead. But it's the top three. It's not whether what you'd feel bad about killing. Well, that makes it my three. It's my list, asshole. No, it's, <laughs> this the premise. The premise is the best to eat, the best tasting <clears throat> yes. fish. Yes, I'm still a bluegill. I love bluegill. So bluegill's number one. All What's right. number two? Probably walleye. Okay, and then probably flathead. Or no crappies. Not in the top three. You only gave me three spots. I did, but I can't believe crappie didn't crack top three. No. That it, what about northern pike? They'd all be in the run. You gave me three spots. I did. God, you're getting I, touchy about this. I didn't this. know Jesus. I was going to be criticized by my beliefs. I criticize you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you stand firm. That's my Blue three. Bluegill, walleye, flathead. Yes. We agree on three. Flathead is my number three. Yeah. Although I had some flathead when you missed those that podcast last week. I yeah. cooked flathead, and I freaking nailed it. It was <laughs> phenomenal. It might have moved up to one and a half. You, you might, it might have moved up to two if you yeah. had that. But walleye is my number one. This is the most Midwestern like list the top three there is. <laughs> walleye is number one. Crappie is number two because they're practically the same damn thing. Yeah. And then uh, Flathead's number three. Bluegill just has a different taste. It, it's not that much different. It's, it's like, like a buttery. 
like there's yeah, a, yeah. there's a sweetness or something to it. I feel like there's gross. I'm saying it's like a buttery, flaky, pond tasting piece of flesh. Well, <laughs> but the breading's good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just... so Bob's full of shit. But Ryan, you bring up a good point. Like my, I think my disdain for the bluegill takes it's. Because I'm emotionally scarred a little bit. There was a time frame where... And therapy starts in three, two, (laughs) one. Okay. Tell me where the bluegill touched you. (laughs) (laughs) Just flopped around for so long. (laughs) The problem is, me and and my buddy, uh, Tyler, caught a shit ton of nine to ten inch bluegills. And we're like, we're going to eat these. These are going to be good. Um and they they were we ate them and they were good but i didn't wasn't very good at cleaning a fish neither was tyler and <laughs> it took us lessons were learned that day <laughs> hours to clean these i don't know we probably had 45 bluegills mm-hmm. it took us hours to clean all these things miserable hated it threw the bluegill carcasses in the garbage oh. like 6 days from garbage day oh yeah, in May. So, and I think it was unseasonably warm that May. Oh man! And I got my ass chewed by I my bet. old man. Yeah, it's like the garbage smells like shit. I'm like, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it smelled better if you'd have shit in the yeah. garbage. <laughs> well, and then you open the lid and you look down in it, and it's just like a wall of maggots withering yes. around. Like, uh, yeah, it was not great. We're getting pretty graphic on stuff on this podcast. Yeah, I really can't wait to try some. You more read fish. my mind. <laughs> I can't find a bullhead around here. I hunted for them for bait all spring. I could all tell summer. you. I could tell you where they're at, but I have to don't, kill you. Don't. Let, I'll, I'm going to find them. I'm going to find them. Yeah. There, just, there is a certain amount of status. No, you can't trespass. <laughs> just knock on some doors. Onyx is awesome, but um. There is a certain amount of satisfaction to finding either a bait spot that you didn't know about and you find it, or there's or a spot to catch you know, flatheads or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, I like I like hunting. I I spend a lot of time going up and down the river. So what I did for the first two years, and I don't do it quite as much last year because I've been super busy with guiding and stuff. <laughs> but there was a two year period where I lived up here that I would. Um, get access to or check out like some of them are public, some of them are private where I'd check out a farm pond one every two weeks in the summer. So yeah. I'd have my summers off for teaching and that would put it, I would checked out a minimum of I say every two weeks. So it was probably more like every week checked out a minimum of eight different ponds a week or a summer. Yeah, and that you put two years—that's sixteen—and then you dabble a few more in between those summer, yeah. the summer times, and and then then more of them since, just not as frequent. I don't know. I've probably checked out thirty or forty different ponds for bait, and I put together a decent little run. That yeah, I can go on. If you have four good spots for bait, you're set. Good. Yeah. The problem with especially bull, with a bait tank. The problem with bullheads and and green sunfish is they cycle. Yeah. Like you'll have a pond that's good for bullheads for five years and then all of a sudden it sucks. Yeah. yeah. Same with green sunfish. They just seem to cycle in and out and maybe it's because you're yanking a bunch out of them, but I'm not so sure. You know, I think 
other fish end up in that body water and maybe the angling pressure impacts how they can sustain their population. But it seems to me that bluegills outcompete green sunfish overall. The best yeah. green sunfish ponds just, just have green sunfish in them. And then um, bullheads, I don't know what their deal is. Like, I don't, I've don't. i noticed the same thing, though. You go there and two, three years, you're golden and then nothing. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's not that you're catching small ones. they just gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the cricks around here. I spend a lot of time in the cricks. Small, small bullheads in creeks. That's what mm-hmm. I don't like. I've, I mean, I can't even find them up here. I got a couple spots clear down by Des Moines, but I'm not. Yeah. I just don't like to go that far to fish. So like, you need to marry a woman from Johnston <laughs> whose in-laws live there and then be like have family obligations to be in the area and catch bait while you're there. That's what I do. That's, <laughs> that's Spencer's or, secret to success. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I found me a trailer park queen, and I like her quite a bit. Well, <laughs> there, it'd be there's weird. a nice creek that goes by the trailer park four mile down by the creek. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be weird if, if you didn't with a name like White Trash. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I got one for you, Ryan. Great. Directly, directly at you. Have we ever went fishing and did something where you thought, this is dumb or this is way too extreme one of our small creek trips that we kayaked and there was down trees everywhere and most of the water was a foot and a half deep yeah and we were there for 10 hours 12 hours I'm trying to remember that we one. maybe denny was with us and we uh we put in. Do we catch anything? I think I caught like a three pounder, and I maybe didn't. It was the day that you saved a snapping turtle from a snag, like the current had him pushed up. Oh a yeah, snag and, that never yeah. became a video. That was a bad trip. Yeah, that was a horrible. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sore by the end of that trip because that water was just roaring through this little tiny creek, and. Like I said, most of it was garbage, and then we'd hit some holes and didn't pick up anything. But I'm remembering it vividly yeah. now. It, yeah. it was a long day. You had the river wrong, the river name wrong, but I oh. remember it now. Quite, quite fine, more fine than I wish I did. Yeah, it it was it was a bad trip. So I've had a handful of people. Actually, those are the types of trips where I have the people. Most people request I take them. <laughs> most of the time i'm like are you sure <laughs> do you ever want to do this again like we can just chill on the big because, boat because i'm pretty hardcore you are that, I, that's I, what makes this yeah. question interesting is because you're gritty you can put yeah. up with the shit and you're pretty hardcore and you really want to catch a big fish and i still would do the same trip again okay but it sucked it was just a bad day. So this that that qualifies as the this is dumb. That would that was a dumb trip. Okay. Yes. Okay. No, would I, would I do it again? Nothing was Like he was like it sucked. Remember that time we almost died? That was fine. We caught fish that yeah, day. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> He's like I was good. That so you day. ever had one where you're like this is this was too much? Like we went too far. I don't think so. Okay. That's why we're friends. Yeah. I I think most of our trips are 
at least a good time. Yeah, I, I, I might, I, I might not fun. be able to get out of bed the next morning, but at least it's a good time. <laughs> Kansas, when I got burnt so bad on my shins that it was peeling during the day. Oh yeah, it like that was brutal. Bubbled. Oh. But I caught like 200 pounds of blue oh, cat. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. I just, I vivid. So some shit, I block, I block out the bad trips like you were talking about. Yeah. I vividly remember us slaying the fish and then you taking this giant wad <laughs> of sunscreen and just kicking it on your legs. It was, uh. it was lit. My skin was bubbling. Uh. It was burnt. You're so talking bad. to the ginger, dude. I know how it goes, but it's been. <laughs> I've learned my lesson, yeah. and I wear long sleeves for a reason. Yeah. I wear a hood for a reason. I wear a buff thing for a reason. Mm-hmm. Although it's interesting when I wear a buff in videos now, I get these rando comments like, oh, you're a sheep, you know, <laughs> wearing the face mask. Oh, because of, the, of yeah. COVID. COVID. I'm, I'm by myself in the middle of a... 40,000 acre lake. Well, you see the <laughs> it's people not for the COVID. You see the people yeah. riding around in their vehicles by themselves wearing a mask yeah. and I'm sure they're applying that same logic towards me, but yeah. in reality I'm just a ginger who burns easily, <laughs> so I try to cover up. <laughs> I get fried every year. I just go but I'm a roofer. Like I just I get the first one out of the way and then I'm that sexy brown that, you know, all the homeowners wives can't handle. Like, it's, <laughs> it's nice. Everybody's wondering, how do you go from roofing to remodeling? Like, let me show you this tan. <laughs> you get in the house real quick. Yeah, you know? absolutely right. All right. What's, um, Bob, what's your favorite fish? If you had to pick one favorite fish, what's your favorite fish? <laughs> you ain't going to like it. I don't give a shit. Dude, I, I have to say. I might make fun of you for it. The oh, most going to make fun The of most memories that I have. Bass. Is bass fishing. Yeah. He's a bass hole. And that's for stripers. I spent a lot of time in Des Moines You've never on that caught river. A oh, I've caught t- I've caught uh, wipers. Wipers. Okay. I, I don't know the difference still to this day. Well, I'll I've tell you. I've caught some huge ones. You, so I know if you're that. in Iowa, you've never caught a striper. Oh, now is that the big stripe bass that everybody's catching pretty much with a catfishing setup? No, is we have no giant? stripers in Iowa. They're, they're all swipers. Wipers. Swipers? Swipers. Swipers. Swipe, swipe, right? Swipers, yeah. no swiping. Swipers, no swiping. <laughs> swipers, no wiping. I don't, I don't know. They're the white ones. They, they run the drag we, a we little have, bit. We have two in Iowa. We have white bass, and then okay. we have hybrid striped bass, a.k.a. wipers. See, and I can't tell those two apart. I know one's bigger than the other. Yeah, wipers are way it. bigger. Yeah. yeah. And they, they do look quite a bit of difference. If you hold them side by side, they both have stripes, and that's where the difference kind of ends. Like yeah. I guess they have spiny dorsal fins, but their body shape's different. They'll They're, bite on anything. They're just like a bass. At, so. at times. <laughs> if you can times, find them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But there is times where you don't think they're there, but they are, and they yeah. don't bite on anything. Yeah. And yeah. I have yeah, learned they're, that. They're really finicky. I mean, you, For a fish that is voracious. Yeah, for... Yeah, it's kinda... it's like a lion that just ate and they're just laying around, and then all of a sudden they get hungry. Well, you put a live shiner <laughs> in their face, and then they slurp yeah. it up, yeah. and, and you didn't think they were there, and then they're there. I, I like catching, and when you get into them, they're fun. They yeah. are. I mean, they're they they a blast. I, I have a lot more respect for them than the old largemouth. Yeah, I'm on the wall. I, I caught the biggest bass in my ma- my life two years ago, and I haven't had a bait caster out since. No. You know, I got the I got the little open face. I'm gonna get me this walleye. You can catch wipers on a bait caster. 
I've done it. Seen it happen. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. Ryan, what's your favorite fish? We know. Flathead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my favorite fish is yeah. flathead. What makes one fish cooler than the other? The amount of stress you got to go through to get one. <laughs> if they're easy, <laughs> they're not cool. It's not cool. And it took me a lot of years to remember that easy is not cool. Bob Cause, disagrees. Because... <laughs> Because a like, lot of years, I was like, ones. oh, she's easy. Them. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like them a little on the trashy side. I mean, that's just the easier, the better, you know what I mean? It applies to your women, applies to your fish. <laughs> All the way around. <laughs> I, don't, I, I enjoy catching flathead, too. You know, it's just I've spent far more time bass fishing. And that's just, I didn't know nothing. You yeah. know? That's where I started. And then everybody... I literally started catfishing because I liked the pole. Like, I seen a pin one day, and I was like, man, that's cool. Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing with that? And he's like, look, it's got this bait clicker and everything. I'm like, bait? What the f-? <laughs> Like, I need to play with that thing. He's like, oh, let's go flathead fishing. And I'm... Now you're in. Yeah, I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> been doing it ever since. When when was that? How many years ago? Oh, probably. I was just a kid. I mean, I was just 19 or 20. So how many years ago is that? Don't ask me to do simple math. <laughs> what are you doing? I just said I was a bass fisherman. <laughs> now you're coming at me like, can you do some subtraction for me? Like, hey, so what's your deal with bass? Like what? I just spent a lot of time fishing for them. It was but just, what started you spending a lot of time? Availability? Yeah, just, just farm ponds, you know. Uh, I didn't fish a ton as a kid, you know. I wanted to. Yeah. Like, it was just, there was always shit going on. And cool, I just, and just the access. Yeah, and that was, and Bill Dance. Who da, dude. <laughs> Bill I, Dance. I'm sorry, but he when I was a go. kid, dude, he, when I was a kid, I was at that right age bracket where he was funny. Yeah. Like, he would yeah. play falling off the boat, and I just, you know, <laughs> dude, Sunday take morning. Take a step back from that. So, I ran fishing club when I was teaching there for a long time. Every year, we had a fishing club, and I would play the Bill Dance blooper videos. And to this day, junior high kids lost their minds over dude. the Bill Dance <laughs> he blooper awesome. videos. They were hilarious. I even, I even on, one of my, on my hat rack at home, I got the Tennessee, the volunteers hat. Like, yeah. It's one of my lucky hats. It's one of my go-tos. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, and he caught bass. And then there was yeah. uh, Hank Parker, that pig. Yeah. Look at that pig. Oh my, <laughs> look at that pig. Right? It'd be like this big. He'd be like, look at that pig. I just that yeah, if he kissed it, you're thinking Jimmy Houston. Jimmy Houston. <laughs> oh, there's Hank Parker. There was. Yeah, and then there's Jimmy Houston. Hank had a little twang. In he his did. Style. I think. Did. I think maybe. Well, so yeah. Jimmy. He kind of yeah. looked like Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. 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 He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, those guys just were bass fishing. The baits are big and flashy. Still and eight to this dollars. day. I mean, that's what's acceptable. That's worldwide. That's, yeah. You know. It makes a lot of sense. You know, you have it. A fish that's accessible to a bajillion people, it gets sizable. And they get it fights hard. Yeah. yeah, they fight hard. They jump. You yeah. know that's cool. And yeah. you can catch them on anything. Really, I mean, literally, like there's sometimes where the you situation. can. I mean, well, in tournament fishing's proven. And I'm not taking away from largemouth too. So, like there's a certain degree I won't take away from them. Like I, it's not that they're not easy to catch if you just want to catch them, but if you want to catch them better the than everybody else, ones. yeah. yeah. Like, that's tough. And that's yeah. where the tournament thing's like, wow, you know. Some fish are just tough to catch in general. 
and if somebody wants to argue with me on largemouth, like <laughs> I'm sure there's situations where they're tough to catch. Not in farm ponds, and but no, not in farm no, ponds. No, and that's, yeah. cat. You that's put them it. in a barrel for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm, I'm with you, man. Like growing up, majority of my fishing was farm pond fishing until I got to the age where I got to fish the creek, and then yeah. I go fish the creek for channel cats and yeah. whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's like this whole new world opened up, yeah. and I fell in love. But um, the farm pond largemouth. That was my first access to fishing and bluegills. I mean, bluegills were the first thing, but um, farm pond largemouth, yeah, they they hold a special place. And that's life. that's the first time I ever caught a fish on another fish was a largemouth bluegill yep. under a bobber. Yeah, bluegill yep. under a bobber. It's very satisfying to watch that bobber go. It under. is. Yeah, and still to this day, if I go to a farm pond and I take my daughter, you know, bluegill fishing, I always have a bluegill oh, under a bobber. Always. You never know. No. Yeah. See, I because most farm ponds I go to have, you know, some channel cat, and yep. you know it's it's not unheard of to have a ten twelve pound channel cat in a farm pond. Oh, that, no, that place no. we went in Perry, dude, that thing has huge flathead in it, huge. I can dude. see it. That, <laughs> there's a lot of water there. Yeah, some hillbilly. <clears throat> yeah, some white trash Bob Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the river's right there. You can't. It's hard not to. Be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we call never. that bucket biology. I would never. No, but um, to this day, my biggest my biggest bass ever was uh, oh phone call. To this day, my biggest bass ever was on a bluegill head under a bobber in a farm pond. Yeah, it was skinny as a rail, not skinny as a rail, but it wasn't fat. But it went twenty four inches. Ate a bluegill head under a bobber. Huh? I thought it was a catfish. Set the hook. I'm like, oh, it's heavy. You know, good fish. Yeah. And then it jumped. I'm like, that's not a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> I actually caught my biggest one on an online tournament. Uh, I was with my buddy Nick Walker, and we were doing it through the laborers' union. And uh, my biggest one came on that turn. I had everything to measure it, and you know, yeah, I sure. felt, oh, I felt sure. good. I felt Hell my yeah. heart was pounding. <laughs> and that was just a couple years ago. I haven't really. I, was that I, a farm I, pond though, too? No, that same place we. Oh, met. okay. And uh, yeah, I have not been bass fishing since. Yeah. I'm on this walleye thing. Hell yeah. Like I see everybody catch them. I'm, well, I'm, you're a challenge guy. Yeah, I'm you are. You gotta have. You gotta have challenges. You, you conquer yeah. something, and you feel like yeah. you feel like you've conquered it. and You have to move on to the yeah. next. Yeah, like yeah. I had a pretty good year running. I figured them out. I got the big bad dad. Like yep. I could catch yep. them on a regular basis. I had my favorite baits. Now I'm on. I'm on. Yeah. Like I'm ready. Well, I need a 50 pound. And if I ever need to go back to that, it's all saved. You know, if yeah. I ever. Think, oh, yeah, let's, I got hundreds let's of dollars take my daughter of out. over there. Yeah. The let's corner. take my daughter out and let's go catch some bass. Well, you, you oh, got the information. She, I'm not taking her. She outfishes me every <laughs> time, dude. She's ridiculous. She does have the touch, yeah. man. It's pretty, it's pretty satisfying watching her bump a jig. You like, know what's yeah. also satisfying to see you finally land on some fish that you'll never figure out. Yeah, <laughs> Iowa, Iowa walleyes. You'll never figure them yeah. out. McKenna's yeah. got as many as I do right yeah. now. She's yeah. making me mad with. So then more, you'll never figure out more. Iowa walleyes. <laughs> you'll never figure out uh, Iowa flatheads. Like even when you think you have them figured out, you don't. I I seem to catch them everywhere. Like it don't every time. It doesn't matter on the sand, in the mud, in the every trees, time. on the drop, and. I mean, we got one last year in a foot and a half of water. Like, literally, we're just drunk. Didn't even want to catch anything. Just put it over there. We can tell them we were fishing instead of drinking. And then that thing clicks. And you got to stumble <laughs> up out of your chair. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, every time. 
What do you mean? You catch flyheads every time you go fishing for flyheads. No. No. That's what <laughs> no. I'm saying. Like, you can catch them in stupid, stupid ways. Like, my one of my biggest flyheads ever to this day was in a foot and a half water. Yeah. 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 And at it was... like, 3 o'clock in the morning. With fireworks, oh, that, though? No, yeah. that's, my, the... that's my biggest yeah. ever. And he was in, yeah, like, 3 feet, 2 feet? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Not very deep. And then, um, and it was just a bait. I'm like, eh, maybe toss one there. And then the one I'm thinking of was in a spot where I didn't think he'd eat. That you'd ever get a flyhead. And it was on, yeah, I won't even go over the details, but never thought I'd get one there. He showed up. There he is. Right. Yep. Ate a two-pound bullhead under yeah. bobber. 15-inch bullhead. Didn't give a shit. They made. Yep. They yep. made. Well, yep. my girlfriend's. I think it was 34, 35, good something. Yeah. Yeah. And I had my poles in the flathead spot. And I had... Baby, good luck. No, I had... <laughs> I casted her in the channel cat spot with a little... She wanted action. Thin, thumb-sized piece of cut bait, and she was catching channel cat, catching channel cat. And I... It was getting about midnight or so, and I put a fresh piece of bait on, cast it right back out, and her bell started going off, and I'm like, okay, go get it. And she sets the hook, and it drag is just screaming. I'm like, she's fighting a snag. So I take her rod, and I feel the head shakes. I'm like, holy. <laughs> so I hand her back the rod, and she fights in this 34, 35-pound flathead on this catfish rod with 12-pound tests on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a lot of flatties this year on cut bait. Yeah? Like, it seemed they would pass my live bait, and bluegill heads, I'd put them yeah. out there yep. for channies, you know, yep. for yep. being bored. And that's what I caught. I n- never got anything over twenty this year. I don't think, maybe yeah. maybe close, but uh, but I caught a lot of them. Yeah. There and, you go. And I lost a lot of turtles. They were all turtles. I had nothing to do with my <laughs> dogs. <laughs> all right, back to the original question that we passed on for like ten minutes. But I really want to know what makes one fish cooler than another. Like. Your if my favorite fish is one bass. bigger than mine, that's what it is. <laughs> What's that? I my buddies that. haven't caught one bigger than me, but so it's the coolest <laughs> fish. That's what we're gonna we're gonna argue it. So bass. all my buddies got bigger flatheads, so flatheads are stupid. I just <laughs> I just spend hours and hours and hours of my life on the river, so I might as well flathead fish, you know. But they're just kind of an afterthought. <laughs> but bass are for sure. Mine's bigger than both yours, so. <laughs> They're the best one. <laughs> you, you, do, you have caught a bigger bass than me. Yeah. No, my biggest bass though was 24 inches. So we're probably... Yours was... If yours had any girth to it, like substantial girth at all, it's definitely bigger. She was pretty good. All yeah. about the girth. Yeah. She was, she's thick. <laughs> all about the bass. want to see a picture? She's my background on my phone. <laughs> Still? She stays. When, oh, yeah, when was sure. it? When, how long has it been your <laughs> like back? two years. <laughs> oh. It's, I was, it's I was imagining PB. like 10 years. That's like a 10-year PB. You know what I mean? Don't 10 years of fishing. Don't use those curse words. <laughs> what? 10 PB? Years? He loves PB. What? My personal best. I hate that. Why? Because I you feel tell like him it, the story, I'm gonna go pee. Okay, my my beef with PB is that I feel like when people go out and pursue PBs, like if they're going out with the intention of just fishing to catch their biggest fish ever, they're missing all the good things and the experiences along the way. And everybody who does these things says they don't, but the reality is they are. Yeah. Now, if you if you want to document, like 
I know my biggest fish. I know my biggest flathead. I know my biggest everything, you know, but I feel like there's, there's so many people who just miss the important things because they're focused on catching the next biggest Dude, fish. And I do, I get competitive. Like if uh, I got a really good buddy, Ron, okay. and we spend a lot of time fishing together sure. and he multiple times sets next to me and catches 40 pound fish yeah so right right here he just catches them <laughs> like, just to chap your dude, ass right just, there he's just sitting right here and he catches them and i will literally get like i get competitive mm-hmm. like and i'm like he's got to work late he's got family things to do tonight i'm going to get paid <laughs> <laughs> like and i try to spend more time on the river and i will i'll get frustrated with it yeah you know what i mean and i'll just like they're not biting blah, 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 and then i'll catch fish yeah and i feel better you know but i do i get competitive with everything though it doesn't matter so i i think that's great you know and i think that will that mindset would lead you to catching a bigger but it fish. does suck the fun out of it sometimes it, it, it could suck the fun out of it but even more so than sucking the fun out of it i feel like it takes away from the other aspects that make the experiences so enjoyable like the mosquitoes no no <laughs> like everything <laughs> oh, but the mosquitoes but the mosquitoes i just i'm good your eyes all swollen dude that's <laughs> literally the only thing that will push me off the water mosquitoes? lightning and mosquitoes I'll put, I'll, i can do mosquitoes I just... you, all right i'm gonna do a product statement whatever do you have a thermocell i don't I don't. I seen you using one in one of your videos. I, I will not wonder. go without one. Really? Period. End of story. You take a thermocell. You do two sprays of bug spray. Like not a lot, just very minimal, and that's on your worst nights. Really? And it does pretty I'll damn have to good. Try one. I usually They're, put enough on that it like melts the plastic on my sunglasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I, I smoke know exactly like a what you mean. <laughs> like I'm good. I'm good. So what, how do you feel about PB, Ryan? I don't even know if I've ever asked you that. Oh, we've talked about it several times. We have, but, but I don't remember. No, it's always a goal. To me, I look at it as a goal. I don't look at it as a demeaning factor. What if your goal takes away from your enjoyment of the experience on the water? But it doesn't. To you? Yeah, to me. Yeah. Screw everybody else. That's good mentality. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, and in my last cast, I'll kind of talk about this because I had a something come up today but you know i'm kind of to the point where i've proven everything i want to prove to anybody else the only thing i gotta prove to myself you haven't proved to me that you're actually cool (laughs) and i don't give a (laughs) (laughs) take me if you want yeah all right here what back to the fish cooler than others what makes flyheads cooler than other fish in our area, they or any, are... any area. Well, I'll shut up. You talk. Okay. In our area, they are the biggest, meanest fish that's hardest to catch. You could go out and catch a 20-pound carp. Relatively easy. Yeah. A 20-pound flathead, that's pretty tough. I mean, for a normal fisherman. You know, we catch several, but we put time in. Right. You know, if you go out... You know, and there's no other 20-pound fish, really. I mean, you might get a 20-pound gar, maybe. No, not, no. not here. here. We don't have the yeah. long nose. If you had yeah, the long nose, you could. I'm just trying to think what else the size. Buffalo. Buffalo. Channels and don't get rare. that big. Yeah. Yeah, if you get a 15-pound channel, you're... That's a stud. Yeah. Rocking yeah. it. That's a happy day. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Now, some of our reservoirs have some 20s in them. 
but, but you don't see them. Yeah. That's like a, I, that's a, I'd be proud of that fish for sure. Yeah. 20 pound Channy. That's for sure. Let's take I've, some pictures. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> true. I'm yeah. trying to think there's, there's some of our reservoirs that you're thinking of and of all the tournaments they've had over the past 10 years and the results that I'm aware of, you're talking about some of the, honest to God, some of the best catfishermen in the state and surrounding states coming to these waterways to fish for cats. And I can think of three, 20, like legit, all right, not even legit 20s. I'm talking 18 to 22 pounders. I can think of three. Yeah. yeah. And that's a decade of the best cat fishermen in the state going to these waterways. Yeah. So they're there, but how how often do you find them? You've found a few, but yeah. like that's not normal. So yeah. But yeah. 20-pound flathead, like our waterways, <clears throat> flatheads themselves are tough, but if you catch one, a 15 to 25 pound fish is pretty standard if you can yeah. catch one. Yeah. 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 They're fun. That's about so, what that's about what I've been nailing. And, <clears throat> and that's that's my comfort zone. That's my relax. That's my yeah. happy place is flathead fishing. So the style of the fishing yes. leads to how cool yes. the fish is on top of the fish being cool. Yeah. I bust my ass all day. I get to go chill. Sure. Have a few beers, enjoy some buddies. And maybe catch 40, maybe yeah. catch 50. Yeah. You know? You have that possibility when you go. Yeah. Yeah. You don't from the couch, so. And you don't if you're fishing for crappies. That is true. <laughs> I mean, how many flathead have you caught fishing for crappies? Because I know around here, it happens to me every spring. Really? Every spring down here on these rocks, I'll pop at least a little one. On the river? Yep. 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 Do you crappie Just fish here. on the river? Oh, yeah. This river's <clears> loaded <throat> full of crappie. Loaded. Like big ones? I mean, I have never caught a trophy out of here, no, but I mean, you don't eat them. So. Yeah, I just, chew. <laughs> I just throw them back. Or, How big, or, if, if you took all your crappies you caught and you averaged out the size, what would you say the average size is? From the river. In the river here? Yeah. Uh, maybe eight. Okay. I'd say eight's going to be the biggest. Immediately not interested. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying they're not there. I, just, I, I haven't found them. Yeah. And usually when you find it's the river. You know, you find them and you go back there more prepared, maybe with some minners or something, trying to get a big one. They're, they're gone. Not there. Yeah. They're gone. They, yeah. they move down somewhere. All my river crappie experiences have been walleye fishing, and I catch trogs. If I catch one, yeah. it's huge. Because you're using big swim baits. Or, yeah, like yeah. three to five-inch swim baits. And I have had crappies choke five-inch swim baits. I actually had a 15-incher eat a five-inch swim bait, and the swim bait was gone. Just slurped it up. Guess I'll have to clean you. (laughs) You're not going to make it. He was dead as soon as I set the hook. (laughs) I I don't let that many walleyes go. I don't let that many crappies go. Actually, I would say I'd let more crappies go than walleyes because crappies are more numbers. No, well, crappies are more of a pain in the ass to clean the walleyes. Mm-hmm. See, I, if my mom or my mother-in-law finds out that I release a crappie, like, I'm out of the will. So, <laughs> so they don't, they usually don't get let go. Like, I get a lot of requests, so. Yeah. 
I understand. I stock oh, yeah. some freezers. And if you ever there, catch yeah. a walleye over 12 inches, it'll probably be the same way. I, I tell you, if I catch one, I think I got a 16 once. Yeah. But it's still, it doesn't even, like, you just, hold, you're like, yeah. oh, I oh, took a picture. Cute. I was proud. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm absolutely. like six months into fishing for yeah. him, and I'm finally like, yeah. <laughs> and then my buddy the next day is like, look at this. I'm like, yeah. Get off my Facebook, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm erasing your picture out of my comments. You know what, like, you know what ruined <laughs> me on walleye fishing is I was never interested in walleye fishing at all. And I've always been interested in catfishing. I moved back to Iowa, got big into the flyhead thing, and did, had limited success. I was fishing the spillway and wasn't catching shit, just like normal. And I looked down at these dudes, not literally looked down, but from a higher viewpoint was watching them fish. And they caught a limit of walleyes in 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, that looks fun. <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, I have a spinning rod in the back of my truck. And my mom-in-law bought me these Berkeley Gulp minnows for Christmas. There you go. Not yeah. knowing anything about fishing yeah. you know it's in the sauce the like, ones in the oh sauce. yeah in the, yeah, in the yeah, jar yeah. you know and um i when she got them for me i'm it's like they will never be used that, that was my thought they were like pumpkin seed colored i'm like these will never be used and that's like what i had so i went down put one on a hook second cast bang 18 incher yeah third cast bang 20 incher fifth cast bang Another 20 incher. I'm like, this walleye shit's easy and fun. I should do this more. <laughs> and then I went and told my mom in law, like, oh, you are awesome. You brought me the best the bait best ever. The best bait in the world. <laughs> I didn't tell her about how I felt when she when I opened no. the present. Well, that doesn't matter. No, you know, yeah. You know, lures are only as good as the fish they catch. So that's right. And I'm I don't go. So I don't know if I've ever actually this year was the first time I've ever caught three three walleyes on five casts. It happened this fall. I haven't seen you throw a, <laughs> a Berkeley They're all minnow. bigger than 16 inches. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you throw a Berkeley minnow since, so what's up with that? The, the issue with Berkeley minnows is what I've learned is Berkeley baits, they have the scent, but they don't have the action, and action is more of a... An attractor. Yeah, more of an attractor yeah. than, than scent is. Where scent really plays a big part is white bass at times, wipers at times, and then um, if you want to catch a flathead on a lure... I do. Berkeley goes where it's at. No? Do they but, make them big enough? Yes. They make all kinds of saltwater ones, man. Huh. You can get 8-inch Berkeley swim baits, man. They're out there. I might just buy them to buy them. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I caught, I caught them on little little crappie jigs like this. Three or four yeah. of them. Three or four different times. Dinkers, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Uh, last, no, this last spring, I got one over 20 crappie fishing. Yeah. And it was just right down here yeah. south of town. And I was, I didn't even know there was any in there. I walleye fish oh, yeah. and no, smallie fish there. I used to fish that quite a bit Ooh. when I was in high school. And it, it was I, early. I kept cool. several. He was pretty cold. I barely got him in, but took a couple pictures and tiny little jig. Yeah. I want to go fishing. <laughs> there you go. I understand. All right. This is a good time for our last cast. So the last cast is for you to either elaborate on something you've talked about, um, go over about something you talked about that you feel bad about or you're like, that was dumb, or just talk about whatever the hell you want. And just like real last cast, you can have as many as you want. Yeah, you can talk for as long so, as you want. Oh, 
Yeah. Well, I guess the bass fishing. I just need to come back to the bass fishing. <laughs> I'm glad you went that route. Like, I just have a lot of bass fishing memories, okay? We're yeah. making new memories every day. Yeah. Yep. I mean, a flathead's a beautiful fish, and I love the hunt, you know, and walleyes, I'm pretty sure they're fake. Like, <laughs> it's the old guys and the taxidermists get together yeah. to sell me these tiny little lures that don't catch anything but tiny little walleye and you guys just make them up it's just it's propaganda <laughs> and right, i know it let I me stop you real it. quick <laughs> sounds like your first problem is you're fishing tiny lures <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is about a walleye but we literally just talked about how i caught a 22 inch on an 11 inch creek chub <laughs> oh go so bag, the, go if, bag. yeah if you're throwing two inch baits you're pretty much pissing in the wind yeah, I'm, I'm at three and a half with the, and I'm just fishing here. As soon as I catch a twenty there's out of here, 30, I'm going. There's thirties there. Don't, don't fish dinky baits. I don't want to talk about them. They're not real <laughs> well, not, until are. I catch them. They're the Sasquatch of Henderson Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll get them eventually. They're they're. Uh, if you yeah. spend enough time, you'll get one. Yeah. Even even on a three and a half inch bait, like there's times where they prefer those. So yeah. or a saying, weighted treble hook. I mean, oh, that'll get them <laughs> every time. Yeah. Every well, time. my first thirty was on a bucktail, and I snagged him in the side of the face. So mm-hmm. that's apparently a viable option. Well, how often do you? I am ADD. So let me catch one smallmouth, and I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm over there right off the rocks the to, whole time. To me, the, baits, like. the smallmouth or the supplement. Like, you throw for walleyes, and then you get bored with the walleyes, and then you catch a small A, and you're like, ah, all right, back to walleyes yeah, <laughs> for yeah. 20 minutes, and then, you know, and then oh, let me catch a smallie real quick. And then don't let me catch a drum, because I got to cut it up. Yeah. And that's taking time, and it's like it's like thirty degrees, and everybody's like, "What are you doing, Bob?" Like, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Well, yeah, no Drummer yeah. garbage bait. Just throwing that out there. I mean, it's just whatever, whatever bites. You know. Have you ever caught a flathead on a drum? I can't say I have. I haven't. I, I haven't used a ton of them, but I I never have. Have, have you, you, Ryan? I don't think I've ever used drum for flathead bait used i've used alive. it for channel cat bait and didn't catch a flathead and did not catch flathead because i've caught flatheads channel cat fishing but not on drum yeah yeah have you ever caught a flathead on a channel cat no like a little one i've used them i've not, used them a bunch of times i never. haven't used them a bunch of times never i have friends who have done well on channel cats really he doesn't have friends. He's just bullshit. <laughs> Always it's the story you time. Caught me. It is story time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Keep going, Bob. What else you got? Um, I don't know. I need to get out and do a little more traveling and do some fishing. I just, I just found. You know, uh, well, we can't name bodies of water, so I just found a body of water. Oh, good. <laughs> and. Uh, I just haven't been traveling much. I moved here from Perry. Uh, I lived in Perry two years, and I just stomped that river down. I mean, just up and down the river the whole time. Good stretch. Got yeah. fish. You know, got into yeah. fish. And uh, then I found that little spot mm. and pretty much went out there. Non-stop. All the time. It's a beautiful yeah. place. You it's know? awesome. And yeah. it's just every species, you know, and big. Yeah. And now I got two years here in Jefferson. Well, I 
Anita, that, that walleye, but <laughs> like, that's all I can think about. I, f- I feel like I've, I've, I've kind of pinpointed the flatties in there. And I mean, as much as you can, you know, found them kind of where they like to go, the deep holes. Right. And once I catch my Walter, I'm out. I'll go fish somewhere else. I might even move. <laughs> like, be like i'm done with the river time here. to trout I'm fish let's i go caught a 23 inch yeah. walleye I'm like, move. like yeah. you know it's time to go to decora let's start trout fishing you know and I've, thought, I've, I've talked a lot about the ice this year and mm-hmm. i would like to go yeah. hit some of the bigger lakes i don't know where to start you know it's yeah. just to me know. the mystery is the best part like once like you just described it man like you once you have it figured out you're bored you want to move on to something else so the to me i feel similarly in my mind way i'm interpreting what you're saying i feel similarly to you about like the big rivers like the missouri and the mississippi like i i love these small streams but there's something fascinating about those big ass bodies because you never know what that's that's i mean that's a big part of it that rod goes down it could be a 10 it could, it could be a hundred. Yeah. 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 So I. And uh, that's that's something you can't touch here. God, I just wish I was closer. Do you know I where. I wish I was closer. You guys know where the bridge is in Des Moines. The new one? Well, it's, I'm, I'm saying new. It's probably 10 years old. Yes. Uh, so I. Dug, the one with all the meth heads under it. Yes. So yeah. I used to work with the meth heads every day, okay. hand in hand. Because we built, we dug a pipeline underneath the river there. And we built a Ford in the spring. This was a company out of texas that i work for caught 40s there we pulled some musky or, or we did it in the spring so of course the texas guys are like we're good dig this through the river i'm like it's gonna rain they're like no nah, we flooded so <laughs> so we we pumped the whole ditch back out and we get down to the bottom and we are pulling out these musky just huge fish i got pictures of it somewhere just pulling them out of our dip like we shut down the job like the boss is like what are you guys doing like we're chasing fish <laughs> Duh, like, get in here this work this is union time all right just relax okay. <laughs> did you say davis bacon we got to get them all and we're pulling out these giant musky and i've never caught one down there right. i didn't know that those <clears throat> fish we're down there so for the next year every time i go down there to scott street i'm down there throwing these baits like this <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally just like that <laughs> i'm gonna have to edit so much yeah <laughs> no so you're on the river you caught those those muskies were caught I didn't them. catch them they were just stuck. they're in the but, yeah they're in they're in there that's and, that's, I've fished there a lot. I would never thought there were muskies. Yeah. And we pulled some bait. Not as many catfish as you would have thought. But Ever. it's also like time of year, water level, yeah. blah, blah, blah. What's conducive for putting those fish there? My bet is there's a ditch with reduced current. And, and that's going to. And then the muskies are funnel into that type of stuff more so than cats do. Yeah. 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 It was the cool. cats were probably on the backside of this ditch sitting in the current break you built. And yeah. didn't go into it, where the muskies were like, "Oh, some slack water, you know. I'm gonna hang out here." <laughs> yeah, and they did until the water came all the yeah. way. I mean, they were cool. To, it was cool to see them. Yeah, know? absolutely. I never. That's the biggest one I've ever touched. I've never laid even a pike. The biggest pike I've ever caught's like this big. Ryan Land is my biggest muskie. What a guy. Two in a row. Two in a row. Yeah, it went. Jesus. Yeah, they were. What a day. What a day. We went to the spot that is sometimes on fire and normally not yeah it's like 90 10 and not in the right direction let's see what was it a how big were they 
There was one that was just a smidge under 50. Oh. Yeah. And the other one was like 42 or 3. Yeah. Yeah. Within five minutes of each other. Yeah. And we caught a limit of walleyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the walleyes fun. were not small. No, they're good. They're all. And I caught a silver northern that day. You did. And, and, the, and I caught a green sunfish on a creek chub. That's what I was gonna, <laughs> just going to say. Like <laughs> it was, was a, crazy. At a six-inch yeah. creek chub under Bobber, and like an eight or nine-inch green sunfish slurped him up. Just nailed it. Really? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Day yeah. made. Yeah. That whole trip was. You'll never redo that. I've been back there a dozen times yeah. since, and. I, never. No. I've never actually been on a fishing trip. <clears throat> like I've never I've gone fishing other places, but that's yeah. just because I fish. Yeah. Right? Like I've always got my poles and you go visit somebody, find out you don't like them as much as you thought you did, <laughs> nearest body of water, boom. <laughs> fishing trip. It's like me and Ryan every time. <laughs> <laughs> like you took Ryan, why? Because I like to avoid him with my fishing pole over here. <laughs> yeah. You've never went like somewhere on a trip though. No, I've never. I've never been like I'm going here to go fishing. Like uh, I went to a lake. My buddy Ron's dad. uh, His friend has a lake house. Me, if if I had stated I'd never been anywhere to go fishing, you would have eliminated a large portion of my whole life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like like I'm 33 right now. If you took that from my life, I'd be like 14. It's it's like the next step, you know. Every yeah. for me, everything evolved. Like I spent a lot of time uh, in my youth devoted to drugs and girls, and then sure. and then we switched to MMA. Or you know, there's prison for a while, but well, that was kind of a forced hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't one of those chosen hobbies. And then there was MMA, and then now we're now I'm psycho about fishing. Right. Like That's... it's it's everything I do, you know. And there was motocross that hurts. Dude, you asked about other sports, other gritty sports. Motocross, dude. Yeah, it never crossed my mind. Oh, my. I'm glad you brought God, it up. Dude. That is like. Yeah, racing in general where, actually not racing in general. I've watched motocross where you see somebody wreck and you watch their body get dis- They lose every single time. Well, they their body gets <laughs> contorted in these weird, strange yes. ways that a body should not bend. And then they pop up off the ground and hop on the bike and keep going. That's adrenaline. Yeah. They pay for that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. You might finish the whole moto yeah. and then yeah. you get back and you're like, by the way, my, my collarbone's broken and my ankle's gone. How's my bike? Like, how's that? It's, not, it's looking rough, you know? Yeah. There you go. I want to catch a catfish with a dirt bike. I got a plan. So I'm going to drill a hole okay. in my real fender. Okay. And I'm just going to put the rod in there. And then when it tanks, Loads up. dude, I'm just going to fire that bad dad up, dude, and just scream out, dude. And hopefully it comes with me. So you're going to dry dock it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> I got it. How, I got did, it. how did this come that sounds into boring the to thought me. process? I was drunk. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, well, I was trying to figure out, oh, my kid's got this little 110, and I really want to get it strapped into the canoe so that I can go to the sandbar and then there's a highway by the sandbar that's got a deep hole and i want to leave most of my camping stuff in the car and then just ride my bike up and like that's my plan well then you know it it just spirals (laughs) into now i'm catching a fish in my underwear i don't know why we got my it's late 
Okay. You know, it's hot. Okay. And like I said, I don't mind the mosquitoes. <laughs> so we're good. And I'm just going to rip it up and just dock it. And it's going to be. But I think if it's a big one, I'd get scared. Like I'd puss out. Like if it was. But you don't know hard, if it's a big one. I know. But you don't. I, like I, I don't know. A 20 and a 60 caught, hit a the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're you're gonna hit the motor, give it just give it two good cranks and maybe or you're gonna have the pole in the. I gotta cut. I gotta drill a hole in the fender, and I might just put it like I got in the kayak, just bolt it in there so it stays there forever. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> in the case you reason. like it, yeah. Because <laughs> who knows, dude? I ride it down <laughs> down the bike trail here all the time, dude. <laughs> man, I'll just load it up in my truck. It's easier than the canoe. You know what I mean? I'll load it up my truck, buzz down there, get fish <laughs> off the truffle, like. <laughs> and I'm all big on because I figure a little one, like how much trouble are you gonna? Get? Yeah, like, like if I rip down there on the two fish, you're like, you know, like how big are you? 190, 180 yeah, pounds. Yeah, 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 you know, and then you're on this little 110. Yeah, like yeah. what? Like and if somebody comes, you just put it on your shoulder and start walking. Oh, okay. No, that wasn't me. Yeah. This I thing stole, doesn't even run. Actually, I stole it from a delinquent down there. <laughs> <laughs> he was riding it on the bike trail. Yeah. People aren't mad. They're I'm gonna just teach in, him a lesson. You know, they're just laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like look at this big dude on this little bike. Yeah, but you scream mm. down on the 250, and you're you're. Yeah. They don't like that as then much. Then you get dinged. Yeah. Well, it's a dirt bike. You get <laughs> you get looked at. They point at you with their lights. Right? <laughs> it's like they're celebrating you're going yeah. by. Like, look, sweet dirt bike. Whoop, 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 whoop. Like, hey, guys. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what's your, what's your last cast? My last cast is Evolution of the Man. Whoa. <laughs> I got Keep elaborate on that. Well, my buddy sent me today a fight video of when I used to fight. And okay. it was 13 years ago was an MMA fight. And I just thought, me and this guy have very little in common anymore. You know what I mean? You both like flatheads. Yeah, but back then I didn't dedicate the time that I do now. Cause, sure. Because I was like training and like living healthy life. And, <laughs> and uh, I was still teaching. <laughs> Less bush And I was light. married. And, I mean, just everything in 13 years, completely, you know, it's, it's, I'm a completely different guy. I have completely different hobbies. My life is completely different. Have you leveled up? In most aspects, yeah. I think so. I mean, as a, as a person that... Well, not physically, of course. <laughs> <laughs> as a personal standpoint, yeah, Absolutely. Because I used to do a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> and luckily in 13 years, I kind of curbed that a little bit. But no, it just it's amazing that you look back in that time frame and what you were doing then and what you're doing now. And it's night and day difference. You know, like, you know, science, you learn about the evolution of man that thousands of years we've adapted and, and changed characteristically and. I've done it in 13 years. <laughs> I am the evolution of man. <laughs> that's some deep shit, yeah. man. No, that's what I was thinking about today when I was trying to finish this new house I had going. But, yeah, just everything had completely changed in 13 years. Some voluntary, some involuntary. But it's it's crazy to look back at that one moment and just think where I was and where I am now. It's 
Not even the same dude. No. No. 13 no. years, not even close not even to close. the same person. Yeah. I wonder if that stops. I wonder if you hit like your early 50s and then from early 50s to early 80s is your, or if you're just steady the whole time leveling up. Except for Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's isn't a joke, yeah. but you definitely, it stops right then. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Or, who knows? That might be nice. Like, who knows? Maybe. I wouldn't like it. I mean, but you never know. You wouldn't remember. In, yeah, internally you might. Like. <laughs> you might just be like, wake up and be like, everything's sore. And then Next four day, hours later, like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm the guy you're talking about. I've never leveled up. Like, from a. You have. But from a transition of interest. And you're like 12. I'm not 12. I'm 33. <laughs> I'm know. over. That's about how old I was when that video was taken. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, like, you need to get in the cage is what he's saying. <laughs> I don't no, know. I don't. <laughs> I broke my nose enough times. Then it, it doesn't even hurt after a while. It, like, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> when you're in the moment and you're doing what you're talking about, you don't feel it. And, yeah. But... Dude, just imagine like somebody's flipping through the river certified and it's like flathead, 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 rear naked choke victory. <laughs> like, I'm clicking on that one instantly. I'm well, like, is that my fishing dude smoking that dude? Well, we talked oh about. God. All right, here's the deal. We'll throw this one out there for public opinion. Um, me and Ryan talked about going takedowns for dollars, <laughs> but it would have to be a substantial amount of dollars and we would donate it to... I don't know, like some f- fish Iowa yeah, or some youth fishing club or yeah, something. I something think like I that. brought this up on your page. <laughs> I think that I think I'm Bob White trash. <laughs> and we, I was we on, know. Yeah, yeah. 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 I spotted your cauliflower here yeah. and I seen you guys on the river, but dude, that's what me and all my friends do. It doesn't matter. Usually I like it better if they have no technique or talent. <laughs> and then I surprise them on top of it. Guess what? <laughs> Take down. <laughs> <laughs> So we could do a, a takedowns for dollars and a lot of dollars to donate to some youth fishing foundation yeah. of some sort. Um, I'm not going to fight. I've I've fought enough. Oh I've gotten to enough fights. <laughs> Dude, on the sandbar, fist fight on the sandbar, that raises 20 grand. I'm just saying, you fight Ryan on a sandbar, that's 20 Gs all day. I, I got I got. Ryan, grand. would you fight me for 20 grand for youth fishing? I've fought a lot of my friends for free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> I, we used to train three days a week for years, right. just beating the shit out of each other. I'd That's fight you yes. for 20 grand. That's That's fishing. You can't say no. You heard it. Everybody but, heard it. But like, let's take a step down from 20 grand. <laughs> That's substantial. What, what would it take for us to do takedowns for dollars? I've had two back surgeries. I'm going to be 45 in March. You gotta take so like a dollar fifty. Oh man, I don't even remember what I was gonna talk about. That's good shit. So we, I, I don't do any live videos anymore, mainly because of how YouTube functions, and I don't think it'd be good for my channel. Yeah, but um, I would make an exception. Takedowns for dollars. YouTube live flathead sandbar fishing. It's gonna be more than a buck fifty. Yeah, you gotta let me be the hype man on this. <laughs> oh my god, I can be like the ring announcer. Oh. It'd be thousands. I don't know yeah. how many thousands, but it would take thousands of dollars. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, if we're going to do it, we might as well put it to a good cause. That, I mean, but I want to ensure there's money going to yes. the good cause. Yes. Like, I'm not going to gonna like jack up everything I do if there's not going to be money towards that good cause. So if you really want to see that. I need to see it so badly. <laughs> okay. So bad. But you got to put your money where your mouth is. I mean, I got a couple hundred bucks. All right. So email bucks. me, Spencer at RiverCertified.com. And tell me how much money you would donate to this cause. And what, what's like? What's the realistic? Not would you, that you will. That you will. That's donate. a good point. Yes. That, how much money you will donate. Because this, this ain't going to me. This ain't going to Ryan. This ain't going to White Trash. This ain't going to nobody. I need fishing poles. I'm the, underprivileged, <laughs> I'm the underprivileged youth. If, okay. if, if you have fishing poles for Bobby, yeah. <laughs> you can also send those. Yeah. Um, let me know how much money. And what's your bottom dollar Like that you think would be practical for donating to a youth charity? With Not charity. Audience, it'd be a youth fishing foundation. What's our normal viewing audience on this? It varies so damn much. So let's let's just put a dollar per person listening. Five thousand? On the podcast? Yeah. We're looking at one to three thousand. Okay. So let's go three. Three. Yeah. Three thousand bucks. Somebody if enough people pledge to the point that it gets three thousand dollars, I will absolutely go. Best of three. Best of three. Be over in forty five seconds. I mean, no, we're, we're taking a beer break in between each one. This is old timers tournament, bud. And white, got, white trash is hyping it up in between rounds. I expect like cross faces, heart, double chick, just mean. Just, just mean. We'll be all on our feet. There'll be no chicken wings. No, we gotta get in. This gotta go to pin. No, we gotta go to pin. Take in downs. The sand. Take downs. I cannot wrestle three matches. The rest of my life, let alone in one <laughs> night. You gotta save a good one. You gotta my save cardio a good one. is horrible. Uh, oh, I went for a run the other day. Embarrassing. What was chasing you? No, I, just, <laughs> I just felt like it was necessary. Like, I don't know. You're like, ever, my life is going too well right now. Yeah. Let's go for right. a job. You ever just have one of those, like, like kid, high school kid just, like, look you up and down, and you watch them think they can do it? <laughs> like, I have to run that day. Like, I have to. Like, something, I'll just, like, twitch a little. Like, I'm going to work on my physical fitness. Like, I'm, I'm a good member of society. Like, I belong here. Like, I, I just had to do it. I, I get it. I yeah. totally get it. Yes. I don't know. All right, my last cast. Um, I don't remember the first part. This has been very entertaining. I do remember that. Yes. And we've progressed through some things and i'm excited about the idea of raising money for youth fishing foundations yeah i think that'd be fun so definitely send and youth me. groups reach out you know maybe we can do something with them well too. and i've been fortunate where there's been a handful of people who have reached out to me and then have offered to supply different youth groups like fairly substantial oh, contributions yeah. I just need to find the contributions to send them to. So Awesome. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff. Thank you guys. That's awesome. Yep. Thank you very much. Have your number saved. I will reach out when those opportunities arise. Don't think I have I've forgotten about you because yeah. I have not. But um I don't know, that's it. Pretty much for, for me. It's been fun. I had a good time. Yeah. Laughed a lot. A blast. Laughed a lot. Yeah. Had some steaks, drank some beers. Good day. That's a good piece of meat. That's a good day. Mm-hmm. 
So thanks for taking time to listen. Really appreciate it. If you want to support the podcast, get you some sunglasses. Waterland. Waterland sunglasses. Uh, Promo code RC15. Save you 15%. Leveled up. Yep. You don't get that from just anybody. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just here. Um, You can do that. You get some River Certified merchandise. RiverCertified.com. Straight heat stickers. They're linked in the description below what you're listening to right now check those out hit that link go uh order you some they're pretty badass they really are yeah they're pretty cool um i'm proud of that design and uh got some good ideas from people and then put it all together and that's what i came up with (laughs) ironically the uh, graphics designer through whisker seeker saw that and he's like looks like a peace pipe (laughs) (laughs) and then i saw it i'm like you're not wrong (laughs) but i like it Anyway, multitasking. Yep. So support the podcast that way. Leave a review on iTunes. That'd be a good way to go about doing it. And then um, I think that's pretty much it. So if you listen to this point, thanks a lot. (laughs) Suckers. Suckers. Now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.